0: Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls a podcast supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Well, it has been an absolutely abysmal evening for Reading Football Club, a 1-0 defeat at Wickham Wanderers and painful viewing. And to help me talk through it, I've been joined by the Everson Brothers. First of all, hi, Alex. How you doing? Bad, Paul. I'm doing bad. <laughs> <laughs> no way yeah, to sum it up. Enough. Yeah. I've also been joined by Matt. How you doing? Yeah, not great either. Actually, not great. <laughs> we're all we're all feeling basically a bit shit after that, aren't we? There's no two ways about it. It's a, a absolutely dreadful results and just really puzzling decisions there, Alex, by the manager about the starting lineup. I'm not quite sure what he was thinking with that midfield. I don't know. There's no attacking's in it really. Was there?
1: No, I, I I just don't get the the midfield choices at all. Um, you select three defensive midfielders and play one of them as a right winger, play four center backs. Um, neither of the two wingbacks in inverted commas who really are that attacking. Yes. McIntyre can get forwards, but he's no Omar Richards. Let's be honest. Um, you leave Zhao isolated pretty much for the entire game uh, bar for any kind of like through balls from 30 or 40 yards away. The whole selection and tactics which we've lined up with tonight are completely baffling against what is the poorest team by no, you know, by every single measure. We can, are the poorest team in this league. Um, and we've pretty much turned up tonight and handed them three points.
0: They're on the bottom of the table with 20 points. They have now just picked up their fifth win and we're approaching March it's a really embarrassing evening, I'd say, for Reading tonight, Matt, isn't it? I do We could put a positive spin on it in some way, but it, there is no positive, is there?
2: No, no. I, th- I think we literally, when you when you go back and re- in retrospect look at the lineup, we handed them the win as soon as we put that lineup out. We, you play super defensively um, and so deep, uh, you know, ourselves um, against the team who concede a lot of goals you leave your striker up front on his own he's not going to do anything up front on his own except you know get a bit of luck and a piece of magic so we're going to at some point give them the opportunity to get a goal and that's all they want their game plan is to get a goal dig in and then just not concede um and we played
0: completely into their hands yeah, totally. A really, another poor goal though, Alex, wasn't it? you got to look at that. We've got all those centre-backs on the pitch and we're conceding goals which are sloppy against Millwall, <laughs> against Middlesbrough. What can we do to change that? Or is this just the quality of player that we've got?
1: Honestly, um, I don't think there's anything you can really do to change the fact that we're making individual errors. Uh, tonight is another combination of errors, really. The ball's bounced around in in the box for, what, maybe 10, 15 seconds before there's an overhead kick, which loops up into the air and really is not really a threat at all. Um, for some reason, I don't know why Tom Holmes hasn't cleared it. Uh, this probably goes against the Tom Holmes should be starting at right back crew. Um, I'm sorry, but he shouldn't be starting at right back. It's not the first time he's been caught out positionally for a goal. Um, Yes, we did keep a number of clean sheets with him in the side, but he's not the best right back at the club. Um, And Yidom really should be starting at right back every week. Um, His mistake, you know, leads into the fact that Demner can actually get to the ball. Um, Raphael makes a mistake as well. Definitely should be coming out. Got to be more aggressive in that situation and just come and claim the ball. Another, another, you know, another tally for the Raphael error this season I don't know how many we're up to now I've just kind of given up keeping count of that but um can't can't go in too hard on Raphael I guess because if Holmes doesn't make the mistake to begin with Raphael can't make the mistake to to not come and grab the ball but it's just another defensive error it's not a good goal we haven't you know we haven't really been undone by a good piece of skill um we've basically just kind of let Wickham score from what was it two yards out, uh, with no real challenge for the ball, just yeah, awful, awful piece of defending for for the goal.
2: And defensively, we didn't have too much to do really throughout the whole game. Um, we weren't battered, we Rafael didn't have to make 15,000 saves. I can only remember about two that he actually should make all the game. The penalty, a beaters, uh, free kick, which wasn't bad, I think he maybe had like one more um so i don't blame rafael really for uh you know it's two yards out i feel like your defenders should just be clearing the ball when it's two yards out um could he have done slightly better yeah maybe but i don't blame him so much but if you've got four center backs there we really need to
1: uh, be clearing the ball i do think it the issue does come down to the fact that we're playing four center backs right like you're playing four center backs um And I don't actually think that Holmes and Moore necessarily played together yet. Um, And if they have, maybe they played together. um, Maybe they've played together like once back in October or something. But apart from that, not sure they've actually played together yet Um, as Holmes has really come into the side once Moore has been out. I, yeah, I just don't understand it. The, everything from the, like the first whistle tonight, it just indicates the fact that Reading were happy to sit back and try and counter-attack Wickham. Yet, we don't have any players really in that side outside of Ejaria and Elise. Um, and I guess Rinomota to an extent. Um, we don't have any players there who are capable of, of providing pace on like, on the transition when we actually do get the ball off Wickham in, in our own half. And the game plan doesn't, it doesn't tie up from front to back, which is what confuses me about the lineup. And, and ultimately, that's where Wickham have, have managed to win the game because they don't really have much to worry about. Um, when, when we were going forwards on the counter-attack.
0: No, not much at all. I mean, you look at the chances in the first half. We clearly had the best opportunities, but we don't take them, Rinomoto, with the best one. It's not a simple one, Matt, is it? But it's one that you hope you might score from.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's not a striker. <laughs> I, I, I've got a bit of a soft spot for, uh, for Rinomoto, so I I, <laughs> I I really like him. I think he's great. And he, he's not a striker. He's scored some great goals for us previously,
1: you kind of hope he would score it.
0: Um, he's playing hearts.
1: out. He's yeah, no, he's no. playing out of position, though, isn't he? Let's be honest. If if mm. if you've got the player who you want in that position tonight, if you've got Mateo in that position, I don't yes. even think Mateo necessarily scores that. It's do It's still a tough chance, but yeah, maybe he's got a little bit more of a chance. Um, of course, the the Rinna-Mos chance isn't the only one we had in the first half as well. Um, like Ajaria had a, a decent. Decent shot, blocked uh, by Stockdale. Um, And I think that was probably our best chance of the first half, to be honest.
0: I've just seen something. uh, that shows you how Wickham Wanderers see this winter on their official site. They've called this up there with the finest victories in our history. Premier League, Chase and Reading are beaten by gutsy Chowboys. Display Adams Park. Now, probably is. They've never been in the championship before. They beat him... I wouldn't call us a local rival, even though we've we've lost them. There's no rivalry there, is there? But oh, I don't know. It's kind of like going to hit us all. I think it's hitting us all slowly about how bad that was. And the worst thing is it was so avoidable because you look at the Lucas Jail penalty from another good pass from Ajaria in the second half. Definitely a red card and a penalty. But did you feel confident, Matt, when he was walking up to take that? Because I did not feel confident at all
2: no no i mean i didn't feel confident um i didn't know until uh the the live that we've just done uh, a post-match reaction that i think you said it was 75 percent of penalties he's now missed which is incredible in the last three or four he's missed yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's i mean that's unbelievable why how is nobody else taking the ball and saying now i'm going to take the penalties like he's our top goal scorer yeah great but if you're not going to score the penalties don't take
0: him. Yeah. No, no, he definitely shouldn't be taking any more penalties. I don't know who else would have taken it at the moment, but they can't do much worse job, can they, Alex?
1: No. Um, I mean, you know, we've got plenty of players who can take us that piece. Give it to Elise, give it to a Jaria. I'm, I don't even know even if else could do it. Yeah, I don't even know if these players are good penalty takers, but frankly, you just need someone like tonight. If Shao would just put his foot through the ball, that's, that's all you needed someone to do, I think, for the penalty um because it does uh, may uh, i'm sure i'll get pelted for this but i think if we'd scored the penalty we probably would have gone and won the game Wickham down to 10 men we would have you know we i think we would have gone forwards in the last 10 minutes despite how little we actually created um we definitely would have had a, another chance to go on and win the game but yeah the penalty is is really really poor um and it's it's another one of it's another penalty which yao hasn't even made the keeper make made a save which is like a, it's a huge issue. You you've got to hit the target there um, from from twelve yards. It's not as if it's you know. It's not as if we've seen free keepers make free outstanding saves now for Charles penalties. He's he's putting them wide or not hit you know hit the woodwork tonight, and um, that's a worrying trend going forwards.
0: If we haven't got a player who can take a penalty. Yeah, it's, it's something that's new to Reading. Um, it's quite unusual that we've actually got someone at the club who can take penalties, George Puskas, I don't think he's missed one. But I don't think we should have brought him on to take the penalty. Well, this isn't like hockey years music. You can't just bring on this random player. I don't get that system at all. But I don't know, Matt. I, I look at the players that we took off in that second half. You're taking off Elise and Ijaria. Explain to me how that makes sense when you're chasing the game against the team that's... Down to 10 men, we're losing. Why would you take them off?
2: They're your game changers. Um, and I can't, did we take them off before or after the record? I can't remember, but they after, are after, after, know, after, after, after I mean, that makes it even worse to be honest because they are the people that are going to unlock the defense. And I just can't see how bringing Luco into a team who are at that point going to sit back and defend you know eluko's not going to use his pace to get around anyone or anything like that all he was going to be able to do was try and hook a ball in which we weren't getting anywhere with all day anyway um so i don't really see the point of taking like you said our most creative players off the pitch for uh you know for them i mean i get to bring on um, we just needed to bring a striker on. Jao, it's not wasn't his day. Clearly, let's bring him on. But why don't we take someone off? Take one of the centre-backs off. We're losing. We've got 10 minutes left against 10 men.
1: Yeah, this is something that I didn't really understand. We didn't really throw any caution to the wind. I know we ended up with three strikers on the, on the field at the end of the game, but we didn't have anybody who would get the ball to them. It just ended up being Laurent pumping it from the back, uh, which just it doesn't make any sense, let's be honest why why is Yedem not come on why is richard's not come on provide some width um let ajaria and, and rinomota like have some overlap um you know try and stretch the game a bit instead of just pumping it into the into the box from 40 yards away it's like i, I don't understand the tactics um i think paunovic is it, it, this isn't the first um not the first time we've seen this with his substitutions um and you know it's a i think it's a worrying trend that frankly his substitutions are actually you know pretty awful um I, I don't think there's any any other word for it we we don't make a sub until far too late in the game tonight what was it 79 minutes before we made the first sub like you you're not giving yourself enough of a chance to change the game with your substitutions um and even then the substitutions which were made don't don't they don't make sense they don't they're not they're not game changing substitutions. You're you're making substitutions which are not uh positively impacting you going forwards when you're against the bottom of the league with ten men. Um I think Poundage has got a you know a lot to kind of answer for is maybe the wrong word, but I think he's got a, a lot to figure out um, you know, if Reading are gonna be able to keep up a playoff spot this season. Because at the moment the 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 form is is horrendous. The performances aren't much better um and at the moment there's no real kind of like there's no light at the end of a tunnel for us as far as i can see you summarized i guess we lost against bottom of the league
2: with 10 men like when you say it like that it's shocking i know it's only sort of like settling in we lost against bottom of the league with 10 men
0: yeah I've just, I kind of like it's sinking in slowly, isn't it? <laughs> the reality of what we've just seen. And I said before, this was a must win game and I don't retract that. I felt it was a must win game because we can exactly what you just said there, Matt. They're not great. They've won tonight. Fair play to them. They deserve to win the game. They have to go away with the three points. Gareth McCleary and John the will be delighted by that result. Absolutely love that. And, I've got nothing against either of those players. They both had a great time at Reading and served as well. So good luck to them. But where do we go from this, Matt? We've got two games coming up against Rotherham and then we got the next one against Blackburn. Neither of those are going to be easy. We're completely out of form. But what's our realistic aim in those two games? I feel like
2: a realistic game is now just to stay unbeaten in those two games. If we could get two points from them and just stop the rot as such. and um, you know, before the weekend, Saturday morning, you know, playing Millwall, then Wickham, and you gotta kind of go, you know what, we, we could pick up six points here and really be looking up. But now zero points, everyone around us has picked up points, uh, who are chasing for playoffs. And looking forward at Blackburn, they score a lot of goals. They're the, I think they're the top goal scorers in the league. I don't I can't see us keeping a clean sheet against Blackburn. And can you see us scoring? Probably not. And then you look at Rotherham. You know, someone was saying on on the on the post match reaction, very, very physical side. I don't think we're that physical as such. I, mean, you know, it's gonna I guess Rodham
0: lost tonight, didn't they as well against uh, Nottingham Forest? So they're in the bottom three. Um, I'm not going to say that I'm going to have any optimism about that because we've just lost to Wigan, or even worse than them if you look at the league table. But Alex, I don't know—is there any ray of optimism at all apart? from Yaku Meite coming back at some point. I think that is my one thing that I'm holding on to, but it's still, you need, there's more issues than that, isn't it? It's not just one player is going to solve it all.
1: I mean, there. yes, there is more issues than, than just having Yaku Meite in the team. Um, I think it will help massively having him back because the system will change hugely. Uh, but the problem is if he comes back too late, then it's, it, it, who cares? It's going to be, it could be too late by that point. Um, tonight has to be a turning point for for both you know the the team and and Paunovic. we can't play we we can't play like that and, and expect to be in the top six at the end of the season um, and if Paunovic or, or the, any of the squad think that they can then you know I think they're going to get a cold hard awakening in, in you know six weeks time when we're not anywhere near the playoffs and we've been overtaken by Cardiff Middlesbrough and Barnsley Um I think there's a yeah there's there's going to have to be a change in like it, for me the the main thing really which needs to happen is a change in mindset from Panovic um and I mean we were watching the game Paul and and both of us were kind of adamant that unfortunately Panovic is very stubborn and as most managers are they're very very stubborn stuck in their mindset um and I don't see Panovic changing his style He's very happy to line up with, you know, these two defensive midfielders and and not really have much width. Um he's very, very happy not to make subs to change the game and, and, and kind of leave it to his players he selected and, and stick to his original game plan, whatever's happening on the field. Um and I I I've I i do not know. It's it's difficult to see whether it's you know, it's difficult to see whether it's going to cost us at the end of the season or not at the moment. Um the next two or three games are just they're even bigger than the last two or three, which were just as big. A, you know, they're all big, aren't they? But um, yeah, the next two or three are just massive again.
0: Yeah, I've just seen a tweet here from Jack Stanley from uh, quotes from uh, Panovic tonight saying, the group is affected. We had guys crying after the game. I mean, as much as we're affected by it, there's no way any of those players wanted to go out and get that result and that performance, uh, Matt. I mean... <laughs> It's a harsh reality, football, but that's going to hit them badly. And it does worry me massively about going forward because confidence must be really low right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's part of me which goes, I hope it does hit them badly because they need that wake-up call. They need to know that this is we can't keep playing like this. If we want to stand in the playoffs. Um, but we've all played football manager screaming at the team after we've just lost (laughs) oh no you know it doesn't work um so i don't know this is where pauno earns his money really he how does he turn the team around how does he uh, well more as well actually how does how does he motivate the team uh to to come back at it at the weekend and and actually put a good performance in and and
0: not lose do you think it's going to happen alex do you think we're going to get that win what's your prediction for saturday
1: uh, I think we won't win. I, That's I don't, your prediction. My prediction is we won't win. <laughs> Rotherham against, I think it'll be 1-1. 1-1 or, 1-1 or
0: 0-1, Rotherham. Okay, what are you going to go for, Matt? I think
1: we will win.
2: I, I'm actually quite positive. I think it's going to be 2-0, and we're going, well, why can't we play like that? What What were we thinking
1: midweek? 2-0. My, so. Sorry, Matt. My one thing, just before we end, is please, please, just find the reset button from somewhere reading find the reset button because we we are we are in trouble otherwise like big big trouble we're not getting to the playoffs
0: unless someone someone finds it yeah I guess there'd be people listening to this saying that at the start of the season we would have taken this completely um we've been in relegation trouble for many years now but this is the situation we're in now so it's all relative you can't be thinking about those previous ones that's what I think is that You've got to keep pushing. We've got an opportunity here and we're not that far away, Alex, from it. We just seem to be breaking down at exactly the wrong moment. So I think looking with hindsight isn't the time for us. So thanks a lot for listening for us. We will be back with a preview podcast for the Robber Match and hopefully, hopefully some good news. I don't know what that will be. I don't know. Maybe a rainbow, something like that. So <laughs> cheers. Thanks a lot. Bye.